Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Entertainment. I'm your host, Isaac Ammons. If you haven't been able to, go check out our last episode featuring Rose Thornberry. And if you haven't had the chance to check out her EP, Mango Juice, be sure to do that on all streaming platforms. It's a very good EP. This week, we have Screwface Pelly, a.k.a. Sim Campbell, on the show. He's out of Brooklyn, New York, talking about his music. He's also got a book out called The Factor. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. So without further ado, Sim, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. For sure. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, Sim Campbell is uh, my, my name. Uh, I got a book that I wrote under that name called The Factor, When Debt Before the Sun is Tested. And my music name is uh, Screwface Pelly. So with my music, you get a little bit of that 90s hip hop mix fuse with uh some jamaican cultural style in it because you know i'm jamaican and i was raised in brooklyn new york so in the music you hear all of that for sure for sure that's awesome man uh yeah i really look forward to hearing some of your stuff uh we'll be sure to put your stuff in the description below so everybody can check that out so going through writing your book um what was that process like um how did you come up with your our whatever book is about yeah the process was um it was inspired for me just reading so many books at the time and you know even after a while you ever read a book and you're like you know what I can do better than this I can write a better book than this so it was motivated by that and I didn't really know the format of writing you know but I had a lot of um very inquisitive my mind you know I was imagining my mind so I just need to learn the format. So once I've learned the format, I learned to put all these thought into structure. Right, right. And from there, it just developed more, you know. But I always, I think, I believe I always had the creativity is the word I was looking for. I always had the creativity and, and different ideas. So once I found out the format, I just, you know, um, structure it better. Right, right. Sure. Where do you think your drive and your uh, passion for writing and music came from? I think um, what drived it was actually the response that I got when people, um, they read it or they heard it. You know, it, it kind of motivated me to keep going because, you know, sometimes you don't know how good you are until you try things. Right. So I think that gave me the drive. Also, a competitive drive gave me, motivated me to write the book because, uh, like I said, I didn't under, I didn't know the structure, and I was tr- attempting to write a book. And one of my 
friends at the time, he kind of crumbled my paper up and told me I need to stick to writing rhymes because the book was trash. And that kind of really motivated, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to prove him wrong. You know, that was right. That book right there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think uh, coming through adversity and um, just pushing past all the hate and uh, negativity would really boost your uh, like personal morale and just strive to make you a better author slash dancer, whatever, whatever your craft is. Um, yes. So, yeah, I think that's great, man. Awesome to hear that you were persevering through that. What are you looking to accomplish in, say, the next five to ten years through your writing and through music? My writing and my music, you know, I would definitely like to see it on the big screen i like to um take it from i want to cover all grounds i want to cover the music i want to cover the books and i want to take it to the visual so in the next five years hopefully we can see some of the stories that i wrote on the screen whether it's in a mini series or just some format you know i would love to see it on the big screen because i believe uh the visual holds the most impact you know no matter what one believe they still like to see something you know so that's what i like to see in the next 5 years i want to have my work being viewed on the tv you know on yeah, the screen the big screen definitely and i feel like uh through visual uh you can connect more with your audience and the audience can connect more with you um just seeing instead of uh coming up with their own idea of what you're trying to say they can see what you're trying to convey to them through your message so yeah that would be awesome definitely so if you were sitting around talking to a say a group of aspiring authors um what what would you what advice would you give to them um to just go for it like don't limit themselves you know sometimes we 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 want to do things and we just think about it and we actually never squeeze the trigger we just think think about it until we actually discourage ourselves so you know my thing is you know whatever visual you have i think you just need to like just do it like i was just talking about me and my nephew we just did our video and we have no experience but you know i did enough music video i was like you know what we want to try it and we shot it and sure it has mistakes here and there but overall it was pretty good. So, you know, sometimes you can't be afraid to fail is the advice I would give them. Don't be afraid to fail, you know, um, let people tune into you, let them see your visual. Don't, you know, try to explain it to them from their perspective. They, they you know, try to get them to tune into you. Take a shot, take a shot at whatever it is. Yeah, that's great advice. Um, really speaks to the heart of uh, creating your own past not jumping into that mainstream do this this way do it like this make your own path uh branch out because that's what's cool about art and writing and music and stuff like that uh you can branch out and everybody's going to do it a different way exactly uh, so we're all different people so why would we do it all the same way uh, exactly yeah. because i been. I believe like what you just said, you know, all those things for me is a form of expression, you know, the music, the art, the dancing, 
you know, the visual, you're, you're expressing something. And, and just like you say, we're not going to all express it the same. And, you know, you, you know, there's a million people out there that feel the way you feel. So, you know, you got to, you know, target that audience and talk to who you're talking to, you know, who it's for is for and who it's not for, you know, you can brush off their comments, you know what right. I'm saying? Right. It's, it's what you do is not for everybody. Yeah. So you said you and your uh, nephew made a, made a video, right? Uh, yeah. My nephew. He goes by the name of the Messy Painter. Yeah, you know, right. uh, yeah. So we made a video. He got a song called Louis V. Okay. You know, it's very catchy. You know, uh, the flow. It's it's nice. And you know, we had a, a, a idea we wanted to do, and we was talking to the video guys. But like everyone always was restricting us in what we could and what we couldn't do. So here it is. We was ready to pay these guys to make the video, and they were like, "Well, we can't do this and we can't do that." And I'm like. Man, I'm not paying you guys to tell me I can't. You know what? We're going to do it ourselves. That's what right. we're going to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, you can't let nothing stop you, you know? Anytime, you know, and sometimes you just got to do it. It takes longer sometimes. And if you don't know, you just got to keep looking. You got to keep asking. You got to keep searching. It's never ending. It's, it's a never ending process. And I believe even when you make it, it's like now it, the journey actually starts again, you know? Because you, now you're going on another another journey but it's never ending whatever you do it's never ending so you can't be discouraged man you know you're gonna have our ups and our downs but you know we can't quit is what i should say even when we right. feel down and we discouraged we got to just keep going till the end you know even if we don't make it it's better to try than to just say i never did it and i just thought about it you know yeah i totally agree it's never good to just back down and say i can't do this or i don't feel like it <laughs> for, a better, for a better way of saying it uh just go for it and whatever that's happens right. happens uh if you failed then get up and try again i mean that's right right there's no it's not limited to how many times you can try something uh so don't let that come against you and don't let that be a stopping point for you or so yeah i, I think everybody that has a dream to go out there and chase it Chase it, man. Um, I know for, for me personally, uh, I'm look. I wanted to get into the music production. Uh, started doing this podcast, so thanks to all the listeners for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate you guys. So, yeah, I never thought I'd be a podcaster, but then it happened. Uh, yeah, came out with this. That's great. right. And see, people got to see that it, it starts small. I was showing my nephew that actually, and. His best friend, which is a uh, Bishop Bando, you know, they're like a little team, but they do their own thing separately. And a lot of time I was trying to show them, um, actually, you know, let them learn, you know, oh, they was thinking that a lot of times once you upload your music, it's like, it's over. Nah, you, you gotta, you gotta grind some more. You yeah. upload your music to those platforms. It just makes it available to a, a larger audience, but now you have to bring them to you. And I was trying to show them in a sense, your music is a giveaway because unless you're, you're, you're generating millions of views, you're not going to make any money. I was showing them, I have songs over a hundred thousand views. You know what I'm saying? Over a hundred thousand. I have a song that will have, have over a hundred thousand views. And even on Spotify, I got over a hundred thousand spins and I'm showing them, look, there's no money here. You know, this is like, you got to use it for what it is. It's like they middleman you to your own product, Right. you know? So you, you got to figure out a way how to make it work for you because it's working for them. 
and you got to understand the game and how to play it. So, you know, you got to understand the in and out. It's a, it's a journey. It's a journey. Justin. For sure. So uh, let, let's talk, let's talk about your music a little bit. Yeah. Dive into that. Uh, what pushed you to start writing your music? All right. First, um, like I said, I, I was I was Jamaican. I was born in Jamaica. I was raised in Brooklyn, New York. And, you know, when I was a teenager, a lot of my friends, you know, they was American and they used to always be freestyling and rapping. And I never really understood what they're talking about. You know, when they say their punchline, everybody's like, oh, oh. And I'm like, what, what? I don't get it. You know, so <laughs> I had to like, to, it was, I had to I learned rapping almost as a way to kind of fit in and just be a part of what was going on at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, uh, one of my biggest influences was like Biggie Smalls because he had a Jamaican background. And, you know, right. he, he kind of made me took it serious, you know, and, once I realized, like for me, the format was when I was when I started studying the rappers, the talented guys are always rapping about whatever they was doing at the moment. So I just applied that same, you know, sh- that same standard, whatever I was doing, I was rapping about it and just talking about it. And the guys, they liked it. And I said, you know, being that they were so excited, it just motivated me to keep writing. So that's what started me to write, you know, for sure. To- so you said you uh, were born in Jamaica. What was, do you remember the changeover for coming to Brooklyn or do you, or I'm not sure how old you were when you came. Yeah, I was seven years old. I was young. I was pretty young, but I, okay. I, remember, I remember a lot of things, you know, for sure. I, I, I definitely, I remember the, 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 the culturalization of, you know, cause you know, my father, he used to be into uh, sports and soccer and track and field. And he used to be like, get us early in the morning and take us there. But, you know, we want to do once again, I want to do what the American kids is doing. You know? We don't want to play soccer. I don't want to run in track and field. I want to maybe do basketball. I want to do, right. you know, you want to fit in with what they're doing. Uh-huh. And, you know, so I remember things like that, you know, and just, you know, the culture fusing, you know, eating the different food and, you know, the things we could have did and, and, and didn't do and just different stuff, you know, also of having a, a both parents at home, you know, I also seen that, you know, some, most of my friends had single parents and, you know, I used to wonder how come they could stay out later and they can do this and they can do that it was because, you know, their mother was busy working. But, you know, my father was real strict and disciplined. And at the time, I couldn't appreciate it. But as I got older, I understood the value of having both parents at home. And, but sure. really having a father that was really, you know, uh, protecting, loving, caring, and, and, and showed us things. You know, you, you take that for granted because a lot of people don't have that, you know. Yeah. Didn't have that. So shout out to all the dads out there. Thanks for, no thanks doubt. for, helping, thanks for helping us come, become the people we are today. <laughs> That's right, Pops. <laughs> so through your music, uh, if you had to describe it in three words, how would you do that? Um, fusion, cultural, 90s, <laughs> hip hop. Yeah, I know three words, you know, because like I said, you know, I got a mixture of yes. that era, that 90s hip hop era. Because, you know, that was my that was my era. I grew up in, like, you know, the 80s, the 90s. Right. Um, but once again, I'm Jamaican. So you're going to hear me talking patois. You're going to hear me giving you, like, bars, hardcore bars, you know. For and sure. then, you know, 
I'm trying to also with my nephew and them, they bring that young flavor to me. So they, they allow me to switch it up. But definitely, you know, it's a lot of flavors there, a lot of flavors involved, you know. Right, right, definitely. right. So can you take us through like your process of writing your stuff? Yeah. Um, sometimes I have different processes. Sometimes okay. I have process where I don't use no music, no anything. I just my raw thoughts whatever I'm feeling at the time. And uh, and I kind of like, I don't put no limitations on it. When I start writing, whatever comes to mind, I jot it down. And I try not to get lost in rhyming words. I try to really just talk with like, with a direction and sensible things, not just saying things because it sounds good. You know, I, I try right. to write in a specific direction, you know, and try to be, um canyon with my emotions and my perspective i always try to put my perspective in it and however i'm feeling i put it sometimes you know you can say things more in your rhymes than you can say in person you can get it out easy that way you know then i have right. another process where i'll just put on the beat and wherever that beat takes me i just let it go you know right right yeah but a lot of my I think my best work comes from when I sit down and brainstorm and just think about something and try to like you know recapture the moment and just be raw don't censor my thoughts even sometimes you might sound silly to you you know but I don't censor your thoughts you know you know don't censor them don't doubt them just you know let them go because like we say a million people feel the way you feel at different times Right, for sure. So that's that's two of my process, you know, some with the beat, some without the beat, where I'm just thinking. And sometimes uh, I can be having a conversation with someone and we touch on certain points in a conversation and, you know, it would, it would, it would allow me to, 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 you know, put it in music, put it in the music and, and go into it more. You know, I try to, like I say, stick to keeping it like, you know, real with what's going on with life or me or my perspective or you know my 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 fantasies within me you know what i mean right for sure for sure so just a couple more questions uh if you had the opportunity to collaborate with any musician past or present who do you think you would pick man you know i have to do it with the big big you know had to do it biggie small you know influenced me to keep going you know he's one of the reasons you know i really took it to the level that i did you know took it seriously sure so definitely biggie small notorious big so along that line uh who what are some of your major influences in your music My, my influences you know uh a lot of the uh, the reggae rap culture that I grew up in New York, you know, the fusion um, influenced my music, that era, you know, because now, you know, it's like a reflection, you know, for me. So these are the things that influence my music, the culture that I was, I grew up in, you know? Yeah, for sure. That's what I, that's what I love about New York. Uh, I've been there twice in New York City, and uh, it's mind-blowing how many different cultures are in one place, and they're doing life at the same time. That's right. Uh, 
it, it's really humbling to see. Um, yeah, really. I told you guys that even if I wasn't born in Jamaica, the culture is so heavy in the in the community, the Caribbean community that I grew up in, that you couldn't tell the difference. You know, you have some people, you know, they never been there, they never been to the islands, but when you meet them and you talk to them, you couldn't tell. You would never know the difference, you know. Right. Yeah, so definitely yeah. the the culture. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Isaac Gammons here. Have you guys heard about Anchor.fm? If you haven't, allow me to explain a little bit. If you've ever had the feeling of wanting to start your own podcast but didn't know where to start, Anchor is where you need to go. It has creation tips and tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Special thanks to Sim Campbell for coming on the show this week. Be sure to go check out his book, The Factor, on Amazon. Be sure to check out his music at asaienterprises.com. You can also find him on Spotify and Apple Music. Also, if you want to follow along with the show to see who's coming on next, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. On Instagram, it's at LTE Podcast 2021. And Facebook, it's Let's Talk Entertainment. You'll see the blue logo. We hope to connect with you there. We'll see you guys next week. For more information on how you could join the show, send us an email at ltepodcast at outlook.com. That's ltepodcast at outlook.com. We'll see you guys later. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.